the Pittsburgh Steelers needed something to change. So what did they do? They took everything they've been preaching. They put it into a team meeting and said, look, everything will be dissolved. We're going to head into the bye week on a right note. We're going to clear the air and we're going to come back stronger. And that's exactly what they did. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers to go, your daily to go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on youtube.com slash all Steelers talk or anywhere you get your podcasts. And today we're going to talk about the team meeting that might have changed the course of the Steelers season and have put this team back on track. And within the course of that, there's a couple of things we got to talk about. I want to start with this. Najee Harris has taken a lot of heat this season, a lot of heat this season, and rightfully so when it comes to his play. There's no excuse for poor play, especially when you're a first-round draft pick and somebody that was looked at to be the leader of this offense this season and has not performed to that degree. That's okay. People have down years, and, and that's acceptable in the NFL from time to time as long as it doesn't drag, but it seems like it's dragging right now, and that criticism is is warranted. What's not warranted is all the other stuff. The fact that he has been willing and open to talk about the issues of the Steelers and how the team needs to address them, and everybody is giving him hate for it. How he has mentioned accountability a number of times, and everybody has used that for headlines, including myself, because you didn't see the bigger picture of what was happening. You just kind of looked at it as the running back who is the team captain kind of calling guys out. None of that was real. That wasn't the truth. The truth was is that the entire offense felt the same way. The entire team felt the same way. And they were planning to do something about it. But they needed to hit rock bottom. And a loss to the Philadelphia Eagles in week eight. And preparing for week nine's bye week when they get to reset and come back in the second half stronger was exactly what they were waiting for. For those of you who haven't heard yet, the Steelers held a team meeting during the bye week where the offense sat down and hashed everything out. They quote unquote cleared the air. Pat Fryermuth, Kenny Pickett, Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, everybody and anybody talked and everybody and anybody said what was on their mind about what's working, what's not working, where the problems lie and what they need to adjust to get things on track. Najee Harris said after the Saints win that they pretty much redefined the culture and how everybody did anything in that facility. I think that was needed. I think everybody looks at that and says, that was very needed. The Steelers were in a bad place and headed to a worse place and something needed to change because it kind of felt for a long time this season, it kind of felt like nothing was changing, like they were sticking to the game plan. And if that game plan didn't work, then they were going to sink with the ship because nothing was a backup plan. There was plan A and then there was nothing else. Now it kind of feels like they took that plan A, said it's not working, let's figure something else out, tossed it in the garbage, and said these are all the things that need to change. These are all the things we need to get better at. They took every single one of them, and they somewhat put them to use. And I doubt every single one of them clicked, but enough of them clicked to uh, walk away 20-10 to 10 winners against the New Orleans Saints in Week 10. 
we've heard of team meetings time and time again. This is not something new in the NFL. It's been around forever. It'll be around forever when a team is struggling or when a team is going through a hardship. They they tend to meet up and players talk and they let everything out. They put everything on the table because this is a team. And as much as on the field stuff looks like it's all planned out and that everybody has to follow suit and it's a bunch of sh- bunch of soldiers, they understand and the coaches understand and the ownership understands that these guys win you games. And if you're not doing your job correctly, the players need to tell you because the players are the ones out there letting you know whether or not things are working. So when they sit down, they talk about what's working and what's not, and then they try to hash it out. I doubt anybody's yelling in these things. I doubt anybody's getting hostile. I bet you it's very progressive. I bet you it's very calm and just a lot of, look, I don't think this is working. I don't think this is how we should approach these anymore. I think we should change this. I think we should do this. Look, I get that you're not having a great season, and that's okay. We got your back, but maybe you should try this. It's It's got to be a lot of open honesty. And I think that's what they do in these. And it's nothing new. I mean, we've been here before. The Steelers have held these time and time again. When they started 11-0 and in 2020 and then ended the season on an 0-6 run, there were team meetings where it was just players in those team meetings. This time, they gathered the entire offense. They sat down in a room and they said, look it, guys, we got to talk everything out. Accountability has to be on the table. And it was. And it seems like things have changed. I mean, they utilize the middle of the field a lot more in week 10. They got a running game going for the first time in a long time. George Pickens wasn't a ghost. Deontay Johnson wasn't a ghost. Pat Fryermuth was utilized. Jalen Warren was involved more than he's been all season long. And Kenny Pickett, I mean, Kenny Pickett didn't turn the ball over. For the first time in his five starts, you looked at Kenny Pickett and said, look it, man, I get it. You're a rookie. You're going to make mistakes. You're not even going to be good. But just don't lose us a game. I think that might have been said to him and he took it to heart and said, you know what? I could do that. And I think a lot of other people have to do that too, because you looked at this season and you looked at guys like Najee Harris, who seemed to have the weight of the world on his shoulders, because all we talked about all summer was how the defense was going to keep games close and Najee Harris was meant to win them. Well, he wasn't doing that. And I think he was trying so hard to do that, that it was coming back to bite him in the butt. And maybe somebody told him, hey, calm down. Let's win this as a team. Just do your job. Kenny Pickett came in here and was tossed in at halftime of the Jets game and was told, hey, man, you got to turn this entire season around. This season is now on you. And he made mistake after mistake after mistake. And I think somebody had to tell him, hey, relax, do your job. We will win games. This is a team sport. You are not at pit anymore. You have weapons that can win. You have a defense that can win. You have a coaching staff you can trust. And I think he did that. The question I think I have is whether or not Matt Canada was in that room. Because if Matt Canada was in that room, I want to know what was said to him. I want to know if it was hostile, which again, I don't think it was yelling or or anything aggressive, but it, it might have been like, hey man, look at it. your stuff's not working. We got to switch some stuff up. Or if he wasn't in the room and they just said, hey, look, it, I get that the coaching staff isn't isn't doing us any favors, but we got to stick to this plan and we got to make it work. 
but I want to know if he was there. Because it seemed like he kind of was. It seemed like he was part of that meeting and said, things got to change. And I'm going to spend the next couple of days and I'm going to change it. Maybe he did. Either way, this meeting has kickstarted the Steelers. And will it work for a long time? I don't know. I think Cincinnati's a great test to see how deep these problems are and how uprooted they were during these meetings. The Bengals are a good team and not an easy team to beat. And then you go on the road to Atlanta and things only get more difficult. So this next stretch is going to be the, hey, is this season for real or was it just a one-game burst against a bad New Orleans team and we just came out looking good? Right now, the Steelers are 3-6, and six, looking at the second half of their season, and they seem to be tighter than they were. George Pickens said it's a craving. You want to keep winning. Arthur Millette said it's only time to stack them. DeMonte KZ came back and said it was a dream come true to step foot on a football field again. Things look like they're working for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think it all started with that meeting, obviously. But it's more about what you do after the meeting, after a win, than it is before the win. Getting that first win is not difficult. Coming out of the bye week against a team who was on a short week, who's dealing with a bunch of injuries, who hasn't really been good this season, at home, with the pigeons on your side, to come out and really, really hammer at home, that's really not that hard to do. The Steelers, even if they are as bad as they were going into the bye week, should have been able to do that. Now it's about how far can they take this momentum. Are they a Super Bowl-bound team? Probably not. I'd say it's a very, very, very slim chance that they even make the postseason. But in their heads, they're still hunting for a crown. They're still hunting for a Lombardi. They don't care who's at quarterback, who's at offensive coordinator, how bad their rushing game is, or what injuries they're dealing with. Their only goal is the Super Bowl. And they are not going to give up until their season is over. So in their heads, this is the first of many wins. And that team meeting sparked something. Now it's about how much did it spark? How big is that fire? How calm can people stay for the remainder of the season without trying to do too much and lose games? And if everything can work in cohesion, they can continue to push out these wins. Because that's what that team meeting definitely was about. About how this team needs to be cohesive. How they need to mesh together instead of trying to win on their own. That's what it was. It was a team complimentary win. They can win a bunch of games like that. We just got to see whether or not they're willing to do so. Or whether or not this team meeting had a one-game lifespan before it pretty much evaporated to nothing.